to the Principal Thing Talk Show, where wisdom meets purpose. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay each week as he connects the dots from the book of Proverbs that helps you to navigate life successfully and propel you into divine purpose. Listen in now. Hello, this is the Principal Thing Podcast, and I'm your host, D. Gerard Lindsay. Thank you again for joining me on this broadcast. Uh, this week, I've had some things that I know the Holy Spirit has really given me. We live in a very fast-paced society. We are all busy. We all have schedules, appointments, meetings, consultations, you name it, we have it. And it's very full and it's very fast-paced. One of the things that I know is very important is prioritizing. Prioritizing things in our life so that we can optimize the time that we have on this earth. Whether it be through activities, engaging with one another, and limiting out our purpose, the things that we've been created to do. What can happen in this fast-paced world that we live in is we can easily lose sight of the most important things. We've been given gifts. We've been given talents. We've been given abilities to be able to achieve things in life. The thing about everything that we have been given is that we must understand, recognize, and embrace the most important thing. And that's our Savior, Jesus Christ. It is so important to put him in the place and to keep him in the place in our lives that he deserves to be in. And that's first place. Jesus doesn't want to be invited to the party. He doesn't want to be invited in our lives. And, and please listen, he doesn't want me and he doesn't want you, wherever you're listening to this, to get around to talking to him about whatever it is that we're dealing with. He doesn't. He wants us to start with him. He wants us to recognize him in everything that we're doing first. He doesn't want leftover time. He doesn't want leftover conversations. He wants us to get up and think about him when we start our day. When we're going through our day, he wants us to keep him on our minds. That doesn't mean that everything that we communicate, we have to use the word Jesus or Savior or words that are connected to our Christianity and covenant relationship with him. However, it does mean that we should exude a lifestyle, a mentality, a position and posture of love that communicates we live in this world, but we're not of this world. We need the other things in this world that are important to everyone, food, shelter, 
clothing. But Jesus by no means does he want those things to take priority in our lives. And so very often we can easily get it twisted from the gifts and the talents and abilities that we've been given. And we can easily feel like the abilities, the things forementioned that we have been given, that these things need to be first in our life. And we can get the talents out of position where Jesus is meant to be. Here's what I mean. We can focus so much on what we're doing or what we're producing from what we have been given until we really lose sight that the very reason we have the talents, the gifts, and the abilities is because of Christ. There isn't anything that Jesus does through anyone. He doesn't use any human being in any way as it relates to gifts, talents, and abilities that take away from the message of who he is and why he came to this earth. That's very important to really not just wrap our minds around that particular concept, but to wrap our lives around it. Because many of us are good at several different things that make us accepted, whether it's in our homes, our communities, and in society in general. But nothing that we do should take away from the focus that belongs to Jesus. Because if so, what ends up happening is we build our own kingdoms. And the attention goes from Christ to us. And the premise behind this particular broadcast today, I really believe that the Holy Spirit has impressed that upon my heart, not just for my life, but what's really important to him. So as a result, he's given me a scripture. I'm a King James Version man. Doesn't really matter the version of the Bible that you're reading or refer to. As long as it's the truth. The scripture that he gave me was St. John, the 15th chapter, and verse 4. And this is how it reads, and I'll read it, you know, very quickly. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. And this word abide, the Greek word is mano, which means to remain, to stay. And this is the message that Jesus was communicating to his disciples 
when he walked the earth. And I believe that that message is still important to us today. As I referred to earlier, with our gifts and talents, we can believe and arrive at places through the gifts and talents that we have been given. And it's more about what we are producing instead of who we are producing. When we get out of alignment with the will of God for our life, it's easy to be prideful. It's easy to have control. It's easy to think that it's about us instead of Jesus. That he doesn't just want to be the center of our life. He is the center of our life. And it's up to us to recognize that. So abide in me, what that really communicates and what that really speaks to me is, you know, D. Gerard, it doesn't matter what you think is important. It doesn't matter about your ideas. If you don't recognize me, if you don't acknowledge me in everything that you do, it can easily become about you. I don't want to send the message where I mention Christ, but I only talk about me. I don't want to send the message through the gifts, talents, and abilities that I have. That I can produce things that bless myself, bless my family, bless others, and make me look better and larger than Christ. I don't want to change the focus of why Jesus came to this earth through the things that I produce that really don't look like Jesus. And that can easily refer to a lot of things that we do. And that's not the message. That those of us are Christians, followers of Christ, should sin. When I abide in him, I abide in peace. When I abide in him, I don't abide in fear. When I abide in him, I rest. What he's communicating is this is how he wants us to live our life. Abiding in him. There's a lot of things in this earth that we live in, in this fallen world. That have sparkles, that shine. And they have a hint of Jesus. It may have a hint of the Holy Spirit. It may have a hint of the kingdom. It may put Jesus out front. It may advertise Jesus. But once you're behind the door, behind the scenes, up close and personal, 
it may not really resemble Jesus at all. It may not really reflect the kingdom of God. And we have to use more than just the spirit of discernment. We have to really know what truth is. Because everything that sounds good is not really the truth. And everyone that has a flashy personality, foundation isn't really built on the truth. Every vehicle that's moving doesn't mean we need to ride in it. Because everyone isn't going to the same place. So it's just very important. I just believe that this particular scripture is just so very powerful. Because if we really abide in him, I know that he's going to abide in us. And we'll always be the branches. We will always be the branches. And he will always provide for us not only the things that we need, but as a result of providing for us, we will produce, we will bring forth the things that are important to him. I believe that houses are very important because we need shelter. I've had a few of them over the years. I believe that transportation is very important. I've had my share. But one of the things that Jesus doesn't want to do, the message that can easily be convoluted, is he doesn't want us to do anything that takes away from who he is. Jesus didn't come to this earth for us to have the nice cars and nice homes. Now let me stop because I don't want to lose any listeners. That's not what it's about. There isn't anything wrong with nice homes or nice cars. But that's not the premise on which he came. He came to save that which was lost. If those of us that are promoting Christianity, promoting Christ, Christendom, the kingdom of God, if we turn it into something that Jesus didn't promote, if we turn it into something that isn't connected to why Jesus came, our message is convoluted. And it isn't the message of the kingdom. Now, we can attach kingdom to anything that we do. We can attach Jesus to anything that we do. It doesn't mean that Jesus or the kingdom is part of it. Because wherever Jesus is, there is liberty. Not the liberty to do whatever you want to do. Not the liberty to say whatever you want to say. To treat people any way that you want to treat them. 
That's not what liberty in Jesus really means. We have the liberty to exemplify the righteousness of God because that's who we are. So I believe that this message is so important. I believe that this word is so important. The older I get in every encounter that I have with people, I realize more and more the importance of my message. I realize the importance of how I engage. Have I made mistakes? Of course I have. Messed up a lot of things. But I realize that Jesus wants to be first. I can have the anointing or the grace or the giftings to do a lot of different things, whether that's business, whether that's, it could be finances. It can be a number of things. With all of the things that Jesus has gifted us to do, we have the ability, the talents. These things that may be instruments to produce finances have their place. And it is necessary in this fallen world that we live in. Jesus just doesn't want it to be in the place where he's supposed to be. So now my question is, you're listening, you're going to share this broadcast, podcast, I hope. But the question is, where are we abiding? And in whom are we abiding? Because wherever we are abiding, we're going to produce from that place. We're going to produce from that heart posture, that mindset. If Jesus is first in our life, then he will be first in everything that we do. And everything else comes after that. He makes it very plain the importance of abiding in him. I don't just have the peace. I don't just have the joy, the victory, which all are good. But I'm abiding in him so that I can produce what he's called me to produce. And that's followers of Jesus. Business, networking, all of these other talents and gifts that we have pale in comparison to the importance of reaching people for the kingdom of God. That's the most important thing. If anything gets in that place that's reserved only for Christ, then we're going to produce from that place. Everything that looks good may not be good for you. 
and everything that sounds good may not necessarily be rooted and grounded in truth. We as humans, we oftentimes gravitate to shiny things. And also things that sound good. But I want to pose the question again. Where are you abiding? Because wherever you are abiding creates an attraction for the things that you're pulling into your life. If you're saying how much you love Christ, but he's not first, then what are the things that are in front of Christ? Because whatever those things are, that's what we're going to desire. And that's all of us. Wherever we are abiding creates an appetite. and a thirst. If we're really abiding in Christ, then what's important to him is going to be important to us. But if we say that we are abiding in him and everything else is important or in the place that's reserved for him, that's a message of conflict and it's convoluted. And that's not the message that we should send that would accurately describe who Jesus really is. If nothing more, think about where you are abiding. Think about the things that are important to you and then hold those things up alongside the word of God and see if they are important to Jesus. And if they are, great for you. Maintain. But if they aren't, what will you do differently? Will you do anything differently? Or will you be content to abide where you are? And then look around you and see what it is that you're producing. Because ultimately, what it really boils down to is what have we been called to do? With all of the talents and giftings, abilities that we have, we have been called to people first. Before business. Before rallying people together before money. We have been called to people. And if there is any message that is contrary to that, it is not the message of the kingdom. This has been the Principal Thing Podcast.
and I'm your host, D. Gerard Lindsay. I'm making decisions in my life for the kingdom. I'm not just talking about the kingdom. I want to be about the kingdom and all of the diversity that comes with it as it relates to people. I want to do the things that I've been called to do. And I want to produce the things that he's calling me to produce. As I do that, if I really produce the fruit of the kingdom, then my fruit will remain. Until the next time, D. Gerard. For those of you that would like to have more information on me, um, you want to find out more about me, you want to be part of the broadcast, you'd like to invite me somewhere to speak, whatever, go to my website. That's where you'll find me. And that address is dkglobalenterprises.com. I'm a man on a mission. I've connected to some things and connected to some people that I've heard the message of Christ. I've heard the message of kingdom. But the closer I got, the more transparent it became. It is just bait and switch. It's really not about the kingdom at all. Not the kingdom of God. I'm not interested in the kingdom of man. Jesus came to get us out of the kingdom of man into the kingdom of God. And that's what's important to me. So be strong. Be courageous for the Lord. Until the next time, D. Gerard Lindsay, I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay again next week as we discover how to successfully navigate life with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and learn the principal thing where wisdom meets purpose.